power of the world moves in circles and everything tries to be round. From John Fire, Lame Deer. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanaju Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion, and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for October 14th to 21st, 2011, the last quarter of the Hunter's Moon. Some natural events for this quarter moon, the the comforts of the calendar and the turning of the seasons come back home to us in autumn. It's always soothing to pick up the latest almanac and look at the old woodcuts and charts and archaic symbols whose forms change so little over the decades and even centuries, yet whose details change considerably from one year to the next. They show change within changelessness. Time can be seen either as like a circle repeating endlessly or like a straight line always moving into the future. But time can also be be seen as both a circle and a straight line, like a wheel rolling along a path. And the almanac is the calm recalling of the fundamental events taking place in the heavens and on the earth, day and night, summer and winter, cold and heat, seed time and harvest, which have peacefully, ceaselessly repeated through the eons, while monuments to the great are built and crumble, while wars rage and come to an end, while markets boom and bust, and empires rise and fall. The almanac is a companion in your flight beyond all that dies and toward all that lives forever. It's no wonder that it rested next to the Bible on sea voyages, pilgrimages, covered wagons, and the homely bookshelves of our ancestors. Here's a field and forest report for this quarter moon. We walk under showers of flaming maple leaves that kiss the earth and then crumble underfoot with the aroma of spices and wild tobacco. These are elderly leaves scarred and frayed by the wear and tear that they endured in their short lifetime. They are pocked by anthracnose and tar spot. They are dingy with sooty mold. They are perforated by insects and tattered by storms. They are bent and they are broken. Yet they gloriously float and fall absolutely aflame with color. Like our elders, they are lighted with fire from within. The leaves fall, the trees remain. We die, the human race abides. Little lives come to an end, the big life goes on. In the same way, at this time of the year, the yearlings of wild animals must leave their homes and find new territory of their own. And sadly, many meet an early death on the roads and lie mostly unmourned by us. Porcupines, raccoons, squirrels, and skunks rest as though sleeping while we go speeding by. If you have time, show some respect for our little cousins by 
stopping and moving their bodies off the road onto the welcoming soil, which will quickly bring them back into the bigger life. You can keep a pair of gloves and a shovel in your vehicle, and if you can't do that, at least offer them a blessing as you pass. Such kindness will not go unrewarded, and you will become an honorary member of the wandering order of St. Francis the Undertaker, Pilgrims who show compassion for forgotten animals killed by our careless velocity. Here's a saltwater report. Duck season is underway with silent hunters and their patient dogs awaiting the quack of dawn in wetlands, ponds, and bays. And finally, here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. First, from Norbert Weiner, father of cybernetics. We have modified our environment so radically that we must now modify ourselves to exist in this new environment. And from Annie Dillard, how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. You've got to go out and see for yourself.